Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome back to the Journey to My Dean podcast. This is officially episode 2 and I'm so excited to have you guys back here. Oh my god, um, actually I'm recording this podcast on a few hours before I post it because I have been spending my entire week, like previously to when I posted the first episode, watching Friends. Um, this is my first time watching Friends actually and I'm so disappointed to say that why have I subjected my life to not watching Friends in the first place like oh my god it's so good I never expected it to be I never expected it to be so incredible but it was really amazing I laughed a lot I learned a lot and it's really made me envy having a lot of friends I might not have a lot of friends but like oh my god the friendship they have is so amazing I literally have never felt like I've been part of a show in a very long time. And watching Friends really made me feel like that way. I'm talking as if I'm accepting the Grammy for the show. I didn't even create the show. But to those fans who watch Friends, you guys, I get it now. I really get it. But 10 seasons, 22, 25 episodes, damn. You guys really do have so much strength in you. I... I was skeptical at first because it was 10 seasons, that's why I didn't want to watch it at first because I had to sit down and watch it for 10 seasons and I have an attention span of a dog, like literally I can't concentrate for too long and I think that's the problem I have even in school, like my attention span is not that long and I have been putting off for a long time but I'm really happy that I did because I've been laughing for days I've never felt more immersed in a show than when I started watching Friends if you haven't watched Friends please go watch it I mean this show this isn't sponsored and or anything like Friends didn't reach out to me and tell me to tell you guys to watch Friends but I enjoyed the show that much that I'm telling you guys that if you do not watch it you will regret it if you like laughing if you like laughter comedy and uh, all that stuff i highly suggest that you watch it unless you're a very sad person you live a very boring and meh life then you would not enjoy it but i'm very sure there's nobody who would ever exist that doesn't like watching funny stuff so that's besides the point welcome back to the second episode i'm so excited welcome like i really do have energy today apparently spring decided to come Woo! like it's spring in turkey finally after rain it's been raining for weeks and weeks and weeks and spring decided to come so evidently people are holding hands smiling coming out to play football but just last week it was raining and nobody wanted to be out there they're even rolling in the grass I have never felt so much anger. I am not resentful, but I woke up this morning feeling heat. I thought I was going through menopause, and I'm not even married. That's just the worst part. I was hot, sweating, and I couldn't go back to sleep because it was so hot. Like, I had to open the windows, and I had to remove a layer of clothes because, damn, the weather was not giving. I don't know why the weather is just acting funny, but I guess it's climate change, you know? What we put in the air is what the air is putting back to us. It's been raining, it's been cold, now it's hot. I mean, it's expected because it's, like, May. It's a new month, and we've been expecting the heat now so it's spring it's going to be summer soon it's going to be summer in about a month and a half and i'm so not getting excited for that because i heard that turkey gets hot 
and I'm staying back for summer school and I am not looking forward to those months because I really want to go home I want to see my mom I want my mom to cook for me I even though she doesn't cook for me I cook I do the cooking but that's besides the point I miss my mom I want to hug her I want to give her a a kiss I want to tell her stuff that happened in school but even though I won't tell her everything because I don't do anything um it's just so exciting to have those aspects of my life knowing that I'm going back home this summer well I would not be going home but well if I was it wouldn't be so exciting but you know I have to stay because I want to graduate so I'm going to stay, but I'm still going to go home after summer school because there's still a break after summer school. I'm not going to stay here. I have to go home. But I'm so excited for then. So you're here. Thank you for coming back. I mean, obviously, there's a reason you're here. I've been babbling all about the weather, all about friends, all about climate change and my mom. And I've talked about what this episode is about. You're here to talk about the next series of the introduction series. You know, the next episode, what is next? What happened after that? Because I did leave you on a cliffhanger back there. I was like, you have got to gear yourself up because this episode is going to be heavy. And I was online. Um, I did say it's going to be a four-part series, but um, I can't do that. Like, I can't give you four parts because I don't want to make the introduction so long. I just want it to be brief. And um, if you guys want a bonus, I can do that, but apart from that like after this i'm not gonna talk about the introduction series again i'm sorry if you were expecting more than that's not it but i've gotten so much support ever since i posted my podcast and i've literally felt so happy i'm so touched by you guys like i already want to cry but i don't want to cry because i shed tears when i posted the video and you guys are reaching out to me like oh my god you're so proud of me thank you so much for listening you guys really don't understand how much joy you give me by listening to my podcast i i didn't expect a lot of people to listen to it actually i expected one person to give me a thumbs up and be on their way but a lot of people reached out to me and they told me that they listen they loved it they want me to do more and i'm gonna do more i mean i i have never felt so overwhelmed with joy and some more support in my life and i really do want to appreciate you guys for that thank you so much for tuning in may allah bless you all may you all flourish may you have a happy life whatever you're going through may allah make it easier for you and may you come out of it stronger and better and hopefully when you're listening to this may this podcast make you stronger and make you remove yourself from whatever doubt you're going through or every hardship you're going through i really do hope that for you so let's start let's get into this let's dive into the podcast let's talk about what we came here to talk about let's begin with how i fell into depression how this all began i want to talk about my romantic life i'm not too going to deep for that but i want to say this for most people who don't know i am single so you don't know you know it now I'm single and I I am looking for a husband not a boyfriend I'm not looking for a boyfriend because Islamically it's not allowed I want a man to get married to I'm getting ready to settle down because I'm getting older and I didn't want to talk about this but I feel like I owe it to the people listening to know and understand my situation so I also want to say that um, some people reached out to me and they asked why I didn't say anything or about my parents. I want to make it clear that my mom and dad are actually divorced. 
like the general public of the world parents do get divorced like some marriages don't work out and that was what happened to my parents unfortunately and um my father is in the picture currently and I feel like a lot of people are like oh why are you gonna say this like it's not a big secret not a lot of people have fathers in their lives he is alive and doing well I hope um but we don't we're not really on speaking terms right now but um hopefully one day we will be but for now we are not so I'm just gonna get into it I've been dodging it for long enough so I fell into depression about after around the time after I graduated from high school secondary school and it happened in a way that I didn't expect it because when I graduated I was so excited to finally rest I would wake up every day at 8 p.m oh god I said 8 p.m at 8 a.m to go to school I mean not 8 a.m like 6 because school starts at 8 I don't know why I just said 8 but I would wake up so early to take a shower or do this and I wouldn't like you would obviously never get enough sleep especially when it comes to school that's just the truth about it like during the weekend surprisingly I wake up this exact same time but I never get enough sleep because I know that I have to wake up to go to school and I'm sorry to those who enjoy going to school but I do not enjoy going to school even as a college kid right now I'm telling you I do not enjoy going to school those classes run for four hours I have a Turkish class that runs for four hours I do not look forward to doing that but I have to do what I have to do because apparently society says if you do not have a degree then you are nothing absolutely nothing even though the richest men in the world did not finish high school I think I I have to do my research but I know he did not go to college he does not have a degree so you cannot tell me that I will not make money without a degree you know I think it's just luck everybody has their own luck but yeah I I loved the idea of not being having to wake up to go to school every day I loved not being told that I have to do this homework or write notes we had to write notes our teachers did not share their slides with us we had to write it with our hands and I tell you that you had to write in a whole term I had to write like a hundred pages I had to fill my notebook because that was the pressure that we were under and after that you're not even gonna use it again what's the point of doing that just send the notes to me you have it but no they want to make us suffer they want us to learn hard work well I hope you're proud of yourself I have learned hard work now and I tell you it's not fun it's not what it's like it's not giving what it's supposed to give like I wasn't having fun doing that because I had severe wrist pains I'm complaining like people don't have worse things in the world but that's like my struggle like that's what I went through back then I was like 15 16 like that was my issue I didn't know that the world was having war or going through crisis or someone was trying to kill someone I didn't know that I was in my own teenage bubble of trying to handle guys trying to handle my hormones trying to handle period trying to understand that you know like I just didn't generally care about whether or not people were killing people you know like you don't care about those stuff when you're 16 15 14 no you don't you don't really I don't want to curse but you don't give a his about all that you just want to be you be free do what you want to do hang with your friends you know watch movies talk about boys you don't want to be doing all that but yeah I just didn't want to do that after I graduated I felt so much lighter the weight was lifted on my shoulders and I felt so good about myself then the results came out the results that would change my life forever you know like the exams you take to determine whether or not you're going to college 
and that's the SATs for some for American kids. For us, it's WIAC. W E A A E C I I honestly don't know how to spell it. <laughs> I'll check it and I'll spell it for you guys one day. <laughs> but it was WIAC and it was it, it was it was good because I had to retake it twice, unfortunately. And it really did take a, it didn't really hit me that I failed it until like after what I'm about to tell you. So after all that happened, I graduated. I was still home chilling even though I had failed the most important exam of my life. I I didn't really take mind to it because I always had a backup plan. We always had a backup plan. Our parents, they were the ones panicking. My mom was in panic mode. She was literally always so scared for me she was like my life what are you gonna do you failed you can't go to college so what are you gonna do I mean I don't have anything for you You need a degree in order to have a job and you don't have a job you're just 16 no one's gonna hire you like she was thinking of all these things of me getting married to some taxi driver no shade to the taxi drivers out there you guys are really giving us service but that's not what my mom wants for me she wants a man that's going to be able to take care of me and she does not see that in a taxi driver and it's 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 she just was so scared and I didn't know what to do at the time because I didn't really care all I wanted to do was sleep honestly that was all I saw it a vacation with no end sleep that was it sleep 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 and more sleep that was the only thing running through my mind until I met Mr. Man so we're just gonna call him Mr. Man so I'm not really going to tell you a lot of details about our relationship or what went down. You know, as a 16-year-old, it's natural for you to be curious about guys. I mean, most of the people listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. But I was curious about him, and we had been talking for a long time, even before I graduated from secondary school, and I was still there. He actually is a year below me, but we're the same age. Surprisingly, we have similar births birthday months it's just I'm a f- older than him with a few days and I don't know if he's gonna listen to this podcast but if he is I'm so sorry I'm not gonna say anything against you or your name or anything like that because I'm not like that but we we were talking you know we started talking way before then I think three years before we decided to start something up but we were friends. We would talk on, off, on, off, on, off, online, obviously, because all high school relationships, secondary school relationships at the time, are have to start online. We were not in the same school. He was in another um, secondary school than I was in, and um, it was difficult for us because we couldn't see each other. So we we eventually started talking i graduated i was more mature mature ish and we started talking a lot and we started talking about stuff that happened and when i graduated we were talking about his graduation how he would take me to prom we made a lot of promises you know like i'm telling you this in your mind you're like god he's such a walking talking red flag but at the time i didn't know i was 16 you know you have to understand a 16 year old does not care about all those things all she knows is that someone finally notices her you know like somebody finally noticed me they saw me and i fell in love like i'm sorry but i did that's just a simple fact i cannot deny i fell in love and as sad as you might think that is, I will never regret ever 
meeting him talking to him experiencing those things with him we'd had phone calls we fell asleep together like on the phone there was one night i will never forget that we fell asleep on the phone together and i woke up and he was still on the line and i was surprised we had endless chats video calls and it was it was amazing then radio silence it came to the point where he was gonna write his exams and I also had to take the same exams but I never told him actually I actually revealed it to him a few weeks before I started writing my exams that I am writing the same exams too and um, he they have like four exams to write but I only had to write one because I was studying abroad and in order to be able to study in Nigeria you have to write the four exams so three no three sorry (laughs) so um he was getting ready to write his uh, first exam and um which is jam j-a-m-b i can spell that one (laughs) but um he got ready to write it and then radio silence it was literally quiet for weeks I wasn't devastated at all. I don't know if I expected it or I just I just didn't care because I wasn't really feeling him that deeply. I thought I wasn't. Then I, it, it just didn't hit me until like every day. I was like, "Oh, who cares? He's not talking to me. Who cares?" I was given I was being prideful. I had I was being petty. I didn't actually care. Then one day I decided to text him nothing i called nothing and i was starting to get worried actually i was like what's wrong why is this guy ignoring me what did i do like why is this happening like you said we were this and now you're acting like this like i'm confused and then he came back after the exams and at first i was so excited because like oh we could we could start from where we stopped I didn't even care that he left. I just wanted him to come back. It wasn't like anything, like I didn't even care to ask why you left, why you did this, why you made me feel like I'm someone stupid for waiting for you. No, I just wanted him to come back so that we can continue from where we left off. And for the longest time, I just didn't really acknowledge his feelings until he came back and then he said we should end things and coincidentally i'm not gonna say how we broke up because y'all are gonna laugh honestly you will laugh but i'm not gonna say it because i know a lot of people are gonna say something about that but i'm not gonna say it because it's crazy um we broke up actually and it was devastating i sent him a long long message i'm sorry guys I sent him a long message, a whole essay. Even I wouldn't read that, but I sent him a long message. And after he read, I don't know if he read the whole thing. I think he just read, I don't know who you think you are, because I know I wrote that somewhere in that message. And he just started calling me like crazy. He was texting me, please pick up. I was like, I'm not going to talk to you right now. I can't do that. Like, mind you me, I'm a shy girl. Like, don't mind the way we're talking right now. I am shy. Until you get close to me, then I can be crazy. I can be crazy. So just watch out. If you meet me in real life, know that when I get comfortable with you, I will get crazy. So I, I just said, no, I cannot talk to you right now. Like, I don't have the strength to do that. Whatever you have to say tell me through text because it's not gonna happen like I'm not gonna talk to you and hear what you have to tell me all the things that you think that I want to hear you will tell me and then everything will be fine no I don't for the first time I actually started using my brain in that situation I said no I don't want to talk to you and that's it we it has to end now so 
after that conversation i'm very sure he didn't read the essay but if he did thank you because that was a long one and i'm sorry in advance because damn (laughs) after that then i just i i didn't shut down a lot because i was still going to school i still had friends around me at the time i i went to another school to write the exam actually and i met amazing people Uh, the people i was telling you about last week i met them like i don't talk to all of them i only talk to a handful of them and i met them and they they made my life incredible i don't think i would have truly been able to survive if they weren't there in my life and i thank allah for making those people available for me at that time because so many people we think that come into our lives and make a a disaster are actually people that are supposed to be there for a reason that's why i will never ever regret mr man because he was there for a reason you know he actually taught me how to love if in a way because before him i thought i was the ice queen i was fooling myself thinking that i could never love or like a guy i was like ew boys cooties like they have diseases don't come near me but i i was getting to the age where i started noticing some some if you know what i'm saying but no (laughs) no no don't 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 take me seriously i'm just crazy um when i started noticing that then yeah he taught me a lot of things like a lot of good things don't don't go there don't he taught me a lot of good things and equally even though the experience was good there was some bad side heartbreak that's never good that's like a tummy ache that doesn't leave you for nine months and i'm not talking about pregnancy um (laughs) it it was it was a very amazing experience the heartbreak i will never wish upon anyone but i mean that is what made me become who i am today the girl behind the microphone i wouldn't be here talking on this podcast if i hadn't experienced what i experienced so i'm thankful for those experiences i'm thankful to him for those experiences i will never regret the time we shared the talks we had the late night conversations the falling asleep on the phone but all those things are what are making me to be the woman that I am today and I'm forever and eternally grateful for that and wherever you are I pray that you are happy in your life too so we are done praising him Mr. Man so after that then I graduated I passed the exams woo you you think that my life would be settled but no it was not settled like at all um I passed the exams and I started submitting application forms for universities and I alhamdulillah got into all no university rejected me mainly because I didn't even try for like Harvard cuz I know there's no way in heck that I'm getting into Harvard I'm sorry in advance if I'm cursing if I'm, I'm trying so hard not to curse because I used to and I'm 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 changed. I'm changing. I'm not trying to fall back into all that. So after all that, then I got into all the universities, and then it was time to choose. Well, you'd think that I'd be happy about that, but between that time period, all the friends that I had in in my old in the my old secondary school, like the one I failed my exam at, they they stopped talking to me. We lost contact, like every other other school friendship we lost contact we didn't talk to each other we we became like we didn't even know each other anymore the best friend that i had in school we became so distant to each other and it was so sad unfortunately that we lost that connection that we had and till this day i do regret not reaching out more not talking more but things happen life happens and we have to understand that we all grow up 
Like, I'm not telling you that your relationships are going to die because everyone is different, but things happen, life happens, and you have your own stuff that you will go through that you don't want anyone to be a part of, and you, you know you have more important things than that person. I'm not saying no one's important, but things do happen, and that's how life works. That's what our parents warn us about. Like, they tell us, when you grow, when you're growing old, you start knowing what life is, and I tell you, I know what li- I'm getting to know what life is about right now, and it's not looking funny. It's not looking funny at all. But Alhamdulillah, we're surviving. We're gonna make it, inshallah. Um, after like those things that just started happening, it started dawning on me that my life is changing. You know, um, I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of people that I thought cared about me. A lot of friends that. I thought wouldn't do anything to hurt me. They betrayed me. They made me feel like I I wasn't worth it. I I was so sad. I started having thoughts that I shouldn't be having. Then the thing with Mr. Man happened and it, it just became its own thing. Ah, before I forget, Mr. Man actually came back a few months after the whole tribe and he wanted to be friends. Red flag. I agreed. Then he would go off for 2 weeks, come back again that you know that boredom game the guys play yeah it was very real and it happened to me until i got tired of the boredom game and i decided that i am going to take control by blocking you so you can play the boredom game but it's not going to be with me okay like i got tired and decided like no i'm not going to be your game your chess piece that you think you can move here or there no i'm sorry but that's not going to be with me you can do that with any other person but just not with me because i was not mentally and soundly correct at the time my head was just filled with so many thoughts that i shouldn't be having i was feeling so low and at that point in time i started questioning my existence in this world i started to question why i existed and mind you me i was not praying i didn't pray I wasn't praying. I didn't give God attention. I I disregarded my dean and I made it a secondary base in my life, a tertiary actually, not even secondary. Like it was so bad. I I got to the point where when I heard the call of prayer, I I literally wouldn't even bother getting up. I didn't care. When my mom would come to me and like get up and go and pray, you know how African moms are? I would be like, "Ugh," and I would go and pretend like I didn't pray. I'm not saying this because I'm proud of myself. I'm saying this because it's true. We've all done this before, and I'm sorry to say it's terrible, but it's just how it was. We disrespected our dean we are disrespecting our dean or making a joke of it a mockery of god our creator and it's not a good thing but unfortunately it's what's happening in our society now and we need to stop that's just all we just need to stop and do better we need to stop and reevaluate our lives and do better i did not stop i kept going my heart kept hardening I started becoming colder. I started feeling nothing until there was a point in my in time where I felt absolutely nothing and that was what scared me the most. I felt nothing. And it was so depressing. And then after that, we moved houses. Actually, we switched houses from where we were staying until because my mom was actually building a house for us to move, a bigger house for us to move in, and we moved. And I thought, "Hey, new house, new beginning." I was getting better until I wasn't. Then the day came where I had to leave for university, college, and it kept getting pushed back. And I started feeling like 
when will my time come? Like, when will I finally be able to move on in life? When will I finally be able to get on with my life and start anew, start afresh? And I was so sad that each time I thought this was this, it wouldn't be it. I had visa troubles because the Turkish embassy decided that they wanted to make me suffer. They rejected me twice. Do you know how it feels to be rejected by older people? It hurts. Like, it hurts more than it hurts. Like, I don't know, maybe it's because it's pride. But when an older person tells me no, it hurts much more than when a younger person tells me no. I don't I don't know why. If my brother tells me no, I'm like, meh. But if an older person tells me no, I feel it. Like It's like a, it's like a little hole here and it's digging in. Like, they're digging into my heart. And maybe it's that petty and stubborn side of me. But it hurts. It, it really hurts. And I just didn't get it. Why would they reject me like twice? You know, my mom would go laugh with them, joke with them. Because my mom is a very expressive person. She's a marketer. So that's what they do. That's how they get you to sell you stuff. I mean, that's how they deceive you. My mom is not a deceiver. Do not take it the wrong way. Um, And just how it's very... <laughs> it just hurt honestly that's all I had to say about that situation then finally finally after months and months of trying and mind you fall semester the beginning of the semester that I was supposed to start had already begun I had missed all of the semester and all my exams at the time we were still doing online face-to-face so some courses were online some were face-to-face the ones that I had to do face-to-face I missed all the exams so I failed so I had to redo them again during spring so basically it was like I didn't even I wasn't even around during fall because nobody knew I existed until last semester actually because during spring too I wasn't really active but I'll get to that so um after all that then came then came I came to school I packed up my stuff I started getting ready I got excited and then I came to school I came I arrived during December which was like the semester gone because during December is like you're close to finals I came and then I met my roommate. Amazing, bless her heart. She was amazing. She did things for me that nobody should do, but still did. She's the kindest person that I know, and not that I know, but at that time she did amazing for me. She took me shopping. She helped me buy my first sheets, duvet, pillows, covers, and she helps me become more independent and showed me around Turkey. The sides that I never knew was I climbed my first my first metro that day metro train and it was amazing i'd never felt it was long i thought we were traveling to another city actually but it was really amazing you know like if you don't hold to the handles you're gonna fly and land on somebody but it was still fun for me and i experienced things that day that i never experienced before like i met new people i was talking to a white person you know like she's not white I don't know if it's okay for me to disclose her as ethnicity or anything, but uh, she she is white, lighter than us. She's not white, but she's lighter <laughs> in complexion. She's not black. And it was so cool to see people of different colors. I saw Turkish people, Asian people, Pakistanis, Azerbaijan. I did not know Azerbaijani people existed, honestly. I have met so many new cultures and ethnicities I've never knew existed. I, I've heard of Kazakhstan, um, 
Kyrgyzstan. Oh my god, I didn't know there were so much stands out there. Like you guys are really, really trying. People from Russia. Hearing people Russian people speak is so aggressive, but I like it. You know, they're like, mm, they're so in there. And it's funny. At the same time, it's weird because when you hear someone talking to their parents, my roommate, she could speak Russian and she would speak to her parents. When she's telling them she loves them, it's so aggressive. It's like she's fighting them, but actually she's showing them her love and affection. And it's so cool. I learned so many new things and it was amazing. But there was this still that thing in there and I felt depressed. You know, I came here thinking that I would find answers like the solution would fall on my lap I would find happiness but I didn't I was still unhappy I didn't socialize I didn't go out anywhere and then quarantine we still had COVID so anything we have to keep our distance from people it did not make things easier and it did not make things easier for me because I'm shy I'm a very I'm a very introverted person and it's difficult for me to come out of my shell and speak to people so that whole situation was so hard for me and I honestly would say that that springtime spring quarter of fall was just horrible but I still did learn a lot of things so I'm grateful for that time and grateful for my roommate I still made a friend like a few friends not a lot like I can count the amount of friends I made that time then I went home for the summer and I decided when I went home during summer I would never I would go home with a new perspective. I would change the way I felt and I would change my confident level. I will make myself more confident than ever. I will never allow my mother to see that I was ever sad. I would come home with stories of how fun it was in Turkey. So when I went home, I didn't even bring up the fact that I missed home so much. But I was dying to go home. I was the first Nigerian to leave Turkey, actually. Not because of anything, but because I missed home so much. I was ready to leave. I felt so sick and my social battery was at zero point something and it was to the point where I couldn't breathe here anymore. I needed new space and new air to breathe and it was home in Nigeria. When I got home and I saw my mother, I was literally jumping and bouncing to hug her. When I felt my mom wrap her arms around me, I had never felt so safe in my life. It was like, you're home, you're safe, you're safe and sound. Honestly, having a mother... And if you don't have a mom, I am so sorry. I can never speak from experience. I will never understand. But having a mom hold you and tell you everything's going to be okay, not even telling you anything, just hug you, is some is a feeling that I cannot describe other than peace. It's just amazing. And when she did that, I felt so good about myself. I felt I truly felt that everything was going to be okay. And she didn't have to say anything. She didn't know. But I knew that once my mom was with me, everything would be fine. I mean, we would quarrel sometimes, but there is nothing in this world that I would trade for my mom. Because she would do anything for me, and I would do anything for her. Not saying that growing up, I did have disputes with my mom. There were some times where I thought she hated me, and sometimes where I thought I hated her. But that's teenager life. Like, we do some crazy things. We say some crazy stuff. But you will literally grow up to love your mother lo- more than you love anyone in this world. Honestly, she's the best thing that has ever happened to me. And, well, is the best thing because she raised me all on her own, me and my brother. We were raised by a single mom. And honestly, I have to commend all the single moms out there. You guys are amazing. You have no idea how 
hard it is for moms out there i still don't because i'm not a mother but i see my mother go through these struggles every day and i i beat my chest for my mom because she's my hero she's my queen and i love her to death i would literally do anything that is halal for her because she's done so much for me and i know she will continue doing more for me i love her so much and after all that happened i came back to school again new me fresh i was looking fresh like i grew i got lighter actually when i came to school i got dark like i don't know how that's possible but i'm light-skinned and somehow i i got over tan i don't know how you do that but it happens to me if you stay out in the sun and you don't wear sun wear your sun sunscreen guys i'm sorry but wear your sunscreen it is essential if you do not want to look like me when i when i left my mom saw me and she was shocked she was like how did you get over tan <laughs> like most people would go and get tan or look fresh but you went there and you came back looking crisp you look ashy i literally got roasted by my mom but i would never trade her love you mom and it was very funny because she would she said so many mean stuff it was mean then but like you know we would laugh about it still back then but when I went home, I got lighter, I got fresher, and I came back, and I was so happy. And then I met two of the most amazing girls I had ever met in my life. I cannot say their names, but I did talk to them, and I asked for permission to mention them in my podcast, and they're okay with it. I will call them uh, so-and-so, <laughs> because we discussed this yesterday. They uh, are amazing. May Allah bless them. May, they, may Allah bless them and may whatever they're going through in their life, may they come out of it. May they make it easier for them. Whatever clarity or doubt they have in life, oh God, I love them so much. They're like the sisters that I never had. And if I could sit down and make a whole episode about them, I can. But I'm not going to do that because, you know, we have to humble. I don't want their heads to swell too big. But... I truly am grateful for them because I wouldn't be where I am if not because of them. Like, you know, God, Allah really knew when to put these people in my life. And he really did at the perfect time when I needed them. I came back and I was behaving strangely, you know, like I took my headscarf off. I wasn't wearing a hijab. I started acting like a non-Muslim, a non-believer. I was dressing the way I was not supposed to dress clothes that i will never wear in front of my mother i was wearing here because you know how it is when you leave home you obviously want to try things you've never tried before and i was trying it and they saw that but they wouldn't say anything because we were not close like that at the time i mean um one of them i go to the gym with actually she's my gym bestie and i love her for that because she really has been keeping me on track with the gym i don't i don't i've not been going consistently because i've been fasting but i am getting back on my grind after i finish fasting i really do miss the gym and lifting weights and feeling powerful you know like i love that feeling i lift and it's amazing when you're able to lift a lot of weights it's truly so a feeling that i cannot describe unless you try it for yourself so go to the gym because it is amazing and it's really good for your health so and then the other one she's so amazing she's truly experienced so much in life and i've seen some of the struggles just she had to go through and i really do love her even more for that i love her for the sake of allah i love the both of them for the sake of allah and there is no love that is more powerful than that i saw this girl go through 
heartbreak i saw this girl break down and i saw this girl get destroyed she literally had to be broken in order to be reborn and alhamdulillah mashallah and she was reborn in the most beautifulest way ever she's beautiful she knows how to control herself and compose herself she is truly is a role model honestly she's become a role model to me and she's so strong and powerful for being able to go through what she has gone through and still come out of it strong and smiling and and thriving every day we talk about all these experiences together and you we don't even gossip about stuff we just talk about our our experiences and it feels like the conversation never ends because we continue going and going and going and it's amazing how much we have in common you know we we've gotten close in only a span of a few months we have not even been friends for a year but i feel like i know this girl for my entire life and i love her so much and i want to thank her for all the things she's done to me she introduced me to my dean again i found myself because of all the experiences that i had to watch her go through the sacrifices she made for her dean made me want to sacrifice for my dean too i had to break myself i broke myself in order to come back to my dean to learn how to love allah and i'm telling you it was still a struggle up till now sometimes i question myself and i question what i'm doing but it has been so much easier trying to focus ramadan this ramadan that passed i had never felt so connected to allah like the final 10 nights of laylatul qadr were the best nights for me because i truly felt it i cried more than i've ever cried when i was praying my entire life and i witnessed laylatul qadr for myself and it was beautiful it was amazing we prayed together we studied the quran together there is no relationship in this dunya that is more fulfilling than that that which brings you closer to allah and that is why i'm doing this that is why i'm doing this podcast because i want to be closer to allah i want you guys to be closer to allah i do not want to hug allah's love Allah loves his creation and even though you're going through something right now and you feel like it's not so but it is so because most of us we cannot lie to ourselves don't lie to yourself because we all know that we think that God is God is not a genie you cannot just pray for one day on that prayer mat and think he's going to answer your prayers and and think you can stop praying and then go back to him when you feel like going back to him no that is not how it works. You have to keep on doing it. The consistent ones are the ones who yield from his love, are the ones who enjoy him, the ones who actually turn to him. When life is hard, you go back to Allah. When life is not hard, you go back to Allah. You always turn back to him. And you have to remember to stay consistent. Even if your prayers are not answered today, I promise you, if it is best for you, your prayers will be answered. If it was written for you, did you know that every action that we take, Allah has written it down for us. Our partner, who we're supposed to marry, our children, everything that we have we are going to do has already been preordained for us it's already been written down for us so the only thing you can do now is to pray to allah to give you whatever he sees best for you that is the only thing that you can do and i will never regret anything that had happened to me i decided that i wanted to share my story because i wanted you guys to understand me and i wanted you to get closer to me the person behind the mic i wanted you to truly listen to me listen to my story listen to what i'm talking about i'm sorry if this podcast is long but i do not want to come back to this topic again 
I have truly grown and I'm truly becoming a woman that I am proud of. If I was to die today, I would not be scared because I know that I am trying my best to get to do what I'm supposed to do in this dunya and I truly would never regret all those heartbreaking things that happened to me. Those were signs from God that I needed to change who I was. I needed to break myself and come back to him. You need to sit down and really talk to God. You need to sit on your prayer mat because Allah listens to those who actually speak to him. He does not want anything from you but for you to talk to him. You need to go there and talk to him. I'm sorry if I'm being aggressive or I'm sounding some sort of way, but I I've truly I I cannot explain the experiences that I've experience because i felt so amazing i felt felt clarity in my life ever since i started worshiping i felt more confident more be- i have never felt more beautiful in my life than i have now i put my hijab back on i cover my hair i cover my body i don't allow people to look at me any other way than they're supposed to look at me no man will look at me other than with respect i know i can't control every man's eyes but i try my best to cover myself and make sure that no one looks at me in the way that they're not supposed to look at me i pray and i talk to god i cry to him and no one in this world will understand the feeling of talking to god unless you actually do it i i truly have never had a conversation that is more self-fulfilling other than the one that i have with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I have felt so much pain. I know it's it's been it's not as much as some other people have felt, but we all have scars. We all have our wounds. We all are going to experience things. If you are young right now and you have not experienced anything, you're still living in your prime. I promise you, if Allah truly loves you, which I know he does, he will test you in ways that you have never imagined. Our prophets have suffered and have gone through so many tests in life, but they had to endure it because they ultimately knew their purpose in this dunya they knew why they were here and it's very fulfilling to really read about them and to understand them i've been studying about all the prophets and i've truly started understanding what they've gone through women of history aisha radiallahu anhu khadija fatima Maryam, all these people, Asya, all these people, all these women, all these men that have gone through so much, have knew what they wanted in their lives and they went after it. They knew that they were in this world for a purpose. So if you ever feel like you're low, pray. If And I want to say this, if you feel like this podcast is turning into something that you're not willing or ready to listen to, tune out now because... I will only ever share with you my great knowledge of my deen and how my deen has helped me and how much I love my deen, my religion, my God. If you feel like that is not what you're about, then kindly click out of this podcast right now because that is the only thing we will be discussing about. I am sharing my life with you because I want you to understand, to see what I see, to feel what I feel because I truly feel a sense of happiness when I'm talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no joy greater than when you're talking about him. No gossiping about Aisha or Fatima or or Muhammad or how Muhammad looked in those jeans. I don't want to know how Muhammad looked in his jeans honestly you can go like that hoodie is tight but i i, I don't want to talk about that because that's astaghfirullah but that's one for what we're talking about right now 
I have felt so amazing and it's been great. My advice for you right now is if you're not doing what you f- feel you're not you're supposed to be doing, go and do the right thing. You know what you're supposed to do. I don't need to tell you. You know what you're supposed to do. You need to start doing it. Because people are dying. I don't know if it's only me, but so many people that I didn't know but are close to my age. And I I don't know them personally, but I know them have gone. So many brothers, sisters, uncles, aunties, fathers, mothers, grandfather, grandmothers, friends, family friends, colleagues have gone. Classmates, they've gone. That is a sign. If that is not enough sign for you to open up your eyes and to see that this world is only limited to a short time, then I don't know what to tell you. If you think that you're living to see two years from now, then I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I'm not hoping for anyone to die. But you have to start living like every day is the last day you spend on this earth. Because it might Once I started truly believing that, I started to understand that I started living my life like tomorrow is the last day that I'm going to breathe. And is that how I want to go? Knowing that I didn't do everything that I was supposed to do? No. You have to do more. Push yourself more. Pray more. If you feel like you're praying and you still believe that you can do more, do it. If you're studying the Quran and you want to do hadda and you think that you don't have time, you have the time. Make time and do it. If you want to study about the prophets, their journeys, the message, sit down and do it. There is 24 hours in the day and you cannot tell me that 24 hours out of that day you spend it doing meaningless things. Watching movies, these things are all halal. But you need to know how to manage your time and you need to know how to make time for all of these things. I'm not going to sit down and be a hypocrite and tell you that I also don't fall off sometimes because I can do more too. But I'm also telling you that as a sister, as a bigger sister or a younger sister, do the right thing. Because we are all growing up together. And if you're still young... And you feel like you still have so much time to waste and and be older and start worshiping God. You don't. Because you do not know when it's going to be time for you to leave this world. This world has a very limited time span. And I do not want anyone to sit down wasting it and thinking that you have till tomorrow to do all these things. You do not have the time. Do all you can. And make sure that you will leave this world knowing that you did all you can. Forget about those boys. Forget about Abu Bakr. Forget about um, Hamza. Forget about Muhammad. Forget about Aisha. Forget about Hanifa. Forget about Khadija. Ruqayya. All that. If you truly want to be with someone, pray to God for him to give you a spouse. Go and get married. I'm sorry to tell you, but if you do not plan on getting married, don't go to any other person's child. I mean, one day you will be a father and you will experience, you will start seeing how your child becomes something else because a boy came and told her things that he did not, he knew he could not fulfill. Stop breaking girls' hearts. That's all I have to say. As a girl who suffered, please don't do that. I don't want any sister to cry because you're breaking her heart. Brothers, please stop doing that. We have to try to preserve ourselves because I honestly, I'm starting like a shaker right now, but honestly, that's just how the only way I can see it. Stop breaking Aisha's heart. She has a heart too, you know. She's a human being. She's a person. Muhammad, stop it. 
just leave her alone. If you don't plan on marrying this girl, you don't plan on going to her father to tell him that you want to marry her, leave her alone. That's all I have to say. Don't break, don't say I love you when I love you just simply means how are you or get out. Don't, don't waste I love yous. Those words have powerful meanings behind them. And I don't know if you know this, but girls are extremely sensitive. Coming from a girl that's sensitive herself. We love hard. And when love doesn't love us back, we hurt harder. That's it. That's the principle of how we operate. I'm not saying that boys don't love hard too. Because I know that love, boys love harder. But we are emotional. And Allah knows how why he created us the way he created us. Why he created you the way he created you. I understand that. But please, if you're not willing to allow girls to love, allow men, other people to love these girls the way they're supposed to love them, then leave them alone. I know it's hard. Trust me, I know. I see it. I experience it. There are some people that I would like to be. I'm not saying that I've I haven't seen a guy and I'm like, wow, I would really like to be with this person and it's it 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 hurts me sometimes when I see that they don't want the same thing as I want. I understand because I'm not a block. I have emotion too, emotions too. I have a heart too and I want to experience love too. But I'm praying every day that Allah gives me the best. I will not commit a sin just because I want to taste just a little bit of what it's out there. I want the best. The best of the best comes from those who wait and who are patient, who give time, who gives their energy praying for the best. You will only get the best when you're patient and you actually pray for it. When you, well, the energy you put out is what you get. And that saying is very true. I became more positive and I got positivity back. I mean, there are some, still some points in my life where I get negativity, but I have never felt more whole in my life than I do right now. And it's, it's a very fulfilling feeling for me. I truly love our generation right now. It's funny because each generation evolves. And in a way, I feel like we're de- deteriorating, but I love our generation because we're very special and unique of our kind i have i pray that the next generation would be better than our generation inshallah our children but we have to learn to love each other and respect each other much more than we do now we have to learn to give each other so much respect because as we're growing up we need each other we need to advise each other when you see someone doing what they're not supposed to be doing you can go up to them and correct them i know it's not easy because people can be very very cruel like they're so e- wicked like wicked not evil but wicked a lot of people are really really cruel but we need to understand that those cruel never pay anyone who's cruel with more cruelty you have to do the right thing and for those who are cruel i be seeing you i i will be seeing you like i i will be seeing you especially the older ones like i will never get over that you you don't understand the pain i feel when an older person does what they do that's me diverting from topic but i'm truly and sincerely so happy that i was able to share part of my story with you guys for you to truly understand what i'm doing here what i'm trying to share because last episode i feel like like it wasn't really clear the message that i was trying to give and i'm sorry if i spoke a bit up and down i'm a bit nervous i am truly happy and i pray that whoever is listening to this does find fulfillment in this podcast like the way i feel when i'm speaking 
because I truly feel happy speaking right now. I love what I'm doing right now. And I hope this is a way for you guys to get closer to your deen and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because there is no other fulfillment that you would ever want to feel in your life other than that. I am truly proud of the community that is forming right now. And you guys should keep listening. Give me feedback. Like I said in the previous episode, I want to hear people. Comment. Tell me things. I will be posting... um, a questions game on my stories on my socials i will be asking you what you want me to start posting about because after this we're gonna start posting weekly episodes this we're done with the introduction series wow and we're gonna be talking about a lot of topics hopefully educational topics that will actually benefit from i'm so excited to have been able to do two full episodes and i'm sorry in advance if this is long but it just had to be said I love doing what I am doing and I don't will never change it for anything else. Thank you guys so much for tuning into my episode. If you think that I've missed anything, go ahead and tell me if you want a bonus track or you want a bonus episode and I will gladly do it. I will touch on topics that I feel comfortable talking about and I will explain the reason why things are the way they are. But as time says, it's going and I do have projects to do. I kept putting my homework off because i was watching friends so i have a due homework in about four hours from now and i'm not nervous because i know what i'm gonna write i think but you know that's college life you know you don't know you're it's college until you have a due homework in five minutes okay so thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of my podcast it i was i'm really appreciative of all that I've said and I'm really happy with the message that I talked about and the things that I talked about and I truly hope that you have a great week and I will see you guys well I will be talking to you guys on the next episode of my podcast I hope you have an amazing week ahead and goodbye